You are tuning in to the Rise Station podcast. I'm your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider, bringing you everyday wellness tips and mental health education. If you're joining me for the first time, welcome. Please subscribe to my podcast so that you can receive updates every Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time when I upload a new episode. If you like what you hear today, be sure to leave me a glowing review so that we can get this message out to as many people as possible. Shout out to my Rise Tribe. Those are my loyal listeners who have been vibing and riding with me every week. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. So today, we are talking about ways to manage stress. This podcast is designed for educational purposes only and not meant to replace seeking professional mental health services. So if you want to up-level your stress management, please seek the help of a mental health professional. Therapy is dope. I am a therapist and I really believe in therapy. But the tips that I share with you today can be and should be used in conjunction with seeking mental health counseling. You know, April is National Stress Awareness Month, and I have eight tips to help you manage your stress. But before I get into that, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. All right, so let's talk about the stress response. Imagine you're sitting in traffic and late for an important meeting. Your stress response starts to kick in. Your brain is like a dispatch center, right? Think of the 911 dispatch center where there's a region in your brain called the hypothalamus. And it sends a signal, a distress signal out saying, hey, stress hormones, we need it to be released. And then those stress hormones kick in and then your fight or flight system is kickstarted. And that's when you start to breathe faster. Your heart starts to race. Your muscles start to prepare for action. Right. And this stress response is really used to help our bodies react quickly in an emergency. But it can wreak havoc on your health when it's overused. So let's say there's not a real external danger, but your thoughts are triggering that um, stress response. And, you know, thought after thought, worry after worry, that stress response kicks in and overdrive. And you're just kind of like sitting in traffic with all this energy, all this stress, all these hormones racing through your body. That is when it can get very, very sketchy, very dicey. All right, so the stress response, um, some ways that stress impacts your body. One, some people experience headaches. Two, heartburn. Three, stomach aches. Four, increased depression. Five, insomnia. You're not sleeping at night or maybe you're waking up throughout the night because you're thinking about the big event that is happening or this thing that you have to do next week or the next day. 
Um, some other things is it compromises your immune system, makes you more susceptible to corona, flu, you know, any ailments. It also affects your reproductive system. So erectile dysfunction, low libido, fertility problems, missed periods for um, some women. So it affects almost every aspect of your body. You know, it also affects your mental, racing thoughts, worry. Sometimes people experience hair loss. There's also an increased risk of stroke and heart disease because, again, those stress hormones, they're racing through your body. And if constantly dispatched into your bloodstream, what happens over time is they start to settle as plaque in your system, making it very hard to get blood flowing through your arteries and it's constricted. So, you know, stress is not a good thing. All right. So... I want to go over eight tips that will help you manage your stress. You know, we're never ever going to rid our lives of stress completely, but we can find ways to manage our load, manage our stress load so that we can improve our health. All right. So doing these things and keeping these things as more of a lifestyle is going to help you tremendously. All right. Let's go get right into it. All right. Here are my eight tips for managing stress. Number one is create a morning self-care routine. So if you have children, you know, before you wake up the children, maybe spend some time, about 15 minutes alone, get your shower in or sit with your coffee and in the peace, you know, sit and just have a moment to yourself so you're not feeling hurried. Some people like to pray or listen to worship music, but just try to steal away your self-care in the morning, right before everyone gets up. That way you start your day with a full cup, with a full bucket so that you don't feel depleted. All right. So if you just roll out of bed and you're like immediately having to meet someone else's needs, you can begin to get grumpy and just not in a, a good space. So give yourself some time to create a sense of calm for yourself. So I like to do my self-care in the morning and I definitely suggest everyone else picking the mornings to do their self-care routine. All right, so number two is time management. You know, stress is usually when we have a lot of pressure, when we are uh, feeling like we're not going to meet the demands, when we're feeling up against a clock. So to avoid that, right, if we know that we get anxious by being late, if we know that we don't like to walk into a room and everyone's looking at us. So we try to get there like 30 minutes late, then, you know, schedule that. If if the party starts at 10, maybe arrive at 930. That way you understand that you're going to leave a little earlier and get there a little earlier so that you can feel settled and calm and not look hurried. So it's really about managing your time and making sure that you Set your own timelines and deadlines for yourself and give yourself what you need. So if there is things that are in your control that you can manage, like getting to an appointment 30 minutes earlier, then go ahead and do that. Keep your stress load down by getting there on time, by giving yourself enough time to get settled, acclimated, and so that you don't have to be on a rush. Number three is take frequent breaks. 
If you are at work and, you know, you're tired of looking at your computer screen or the work that you're working on is very tedious and very stressful and you just feel like you're not getting it or you just, you know, you're feeling stressed out, then take a moment to go on a 15 minute break. You know, try to walk around the cubicles, grab some water, say hello to someone, but just, you know, take a break from whatever it is that's stressing you out so that you can calm down. You can come back with a much clearer focus and a much calmer spirit if you gave yourself some breaks. Sometimes we feel like, oh, I just need to push through. I just need to just hurry up and get it, get it over. But what we're doing is we're exhausting. We don't have the energy to push through. So we are creating a much more stressful environment than needs to be. If we took a break, we can come back and really put forth a good amount of energy into the project to get it done. Okay. Number four is ask for help. Sometimes that is the most difficult thing is to ask for help. You know, we take on these burdens by ourselves. We feel like we can, we need to do everything alone. We just need to face everything alone and it just creates more stress. But if you ask for help, everybody can do a small portion of the work and get it done. And we don't have to feel so stressed because we just, we chunked it down and now we can get it done much faster and with less effort because more people are doing it. Okay, so ask for help whenever possible. Number five is delegate. Again, this goes along the lines of asking for help, but now we're going to divvy up tasks. We're going to delegate things that we can trust other people to do so that the burden of getting the task done doesn't always fall on us. So if you're managing a household, and you have children, delegate chores to them. So, you know, one person isn't doing all the chores. So you're not doing all the laundry, delegate a different laundry day. Okay. You do your laundry on Mondays and Wednesdays, and you do this chore on a different day so that, you know, with more hands on deck, it's less burdensome for one person. So that can manage the stress. So things that you don't have to do. If you're a manager, a boss, if you have coworkers, if you're in school, if you can delegate, if you're doing a group project and you know, you can delegate to other people what you need done. If you're a coworker and you guys are working on a joint task, delegate what you can. Okay. So look to delegate. Number six, eliminate. There are sometimes we have things that are stressing us out that we just we've always done and we just, you know, have on our agenda, but we can afford to eliminate it if our stress levels get a little bit lopsided where we're feeling more stressed out. What are the things that we can eliminate on the to-do list? What are the things we can eliminate on the agenda? Is there something that you're doing? just because you enjoy doing it, but now you are stressed out and you have to prioritize. So prioritize what needs to be done and then eliminate what can be eliminated. Seven is automate. Okay. I can't tell you the best thing I've done is automate my banking. Like I automate my savings. I automate my tithing. So I don't have to spend a lot of time, you know, managing those things. But if there are things that you can automate, like if you can automate, let's say someone coming to your home to clean, you know, get them on a schedule. If you automate your gutters being cleaned by, you know, the gutter people, 
automate what you can automate. Sometimes, you know, in my business, I automate my emails. I don't have time to send emails, so I'll schedule them. There's an option to schedule emails. There's an option to schedule posts. Like whatever you can do to really make your life easier, do it. You know, come up with creative ways to keep all the balls in the air so that you can really relax. All right. And number eight is celebrate. Celebrate as often as you can. Be proud of yourself. Show gratitude for the things that you do have. Celebrate the journey. Celebrate, you know, a good day without stress. But it's in those celebrations that you're actually releasing oxytocin, which is the stress combating hormone. So even if you're celebrating someone's birthday or you're celebrating someone's accomplishments, or even if you're looking at your own accomplishments with gratitude, celebrating in itself is going to be a stress reducer. All right. So find things to laugh about, find things to celebrate, find ways to be grateful, find ways to appreciate the loved ones that you have. Okay. So listen, in conclusion, stress is inevitable. Okay, we're never going to get rid of it, but we can be intentional about how we manage it and how much of an impact we allow it to have on our lives. Our best defense against stress is often a good offense. Being proactive and making stress management a part of our daily lifestyle is how we create that good offense. You know, that way, when the stress does come, we, by way of habit, have healthy coping strategies to combat that stress and lessen the impact that it has on us over time. All right. So until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience by providing us with a five-star review. You help make this podcast visible to others, help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.